passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, summer is coming, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your balls are smooth. You heard me right. Your friends at Manscaped, they're here to make sure that your beach balls are as smooth as the Floridian sand, my friends. In the summertime, you know, you want to kill some cold beers and some barbecues. Not kill the vibe with your pubes picking out of your swim trunks. That's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0. That's to keep the party in your pants, my friend, looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Four million men have trusted manscape why shouldn't you it all starts and stops by going to manscaped.com and get 20 percent off and free shipping if you use my promo code bubba the manscape performance package 4.0 has everything that you need to prepare for that summer bod inside this package you're going to find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold it all my friends you want to take your grooming game even further take a look at the manscape shears 2.0 in that package it has everything that you need to look pristine nail cutters tweezers grooming scissors go to manscapes.com and go crazy they got everything you potentially possibly could need get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscapes.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscaped.com this is the summer to turn your package into the full package my friend and it all starts and stops at manscapes.com Listen, I have had my Manscaped stuff now for about a year. I don't know what I would do without it. As a matter of fact, I've now got all my co-hosts on the Manscaped deal. All the male co-hosts on my show have almost everything Manscaped offers. Why wouldn't you? Reduce the risk of ingrown hairs. You reduce the risk of grooming accidents. Again, all of this craziness starts and stops at Manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba for 20% off. Hello, hello. Welcome to Blummel Off the Rails. It's Friday. Thank God. Welcome to the program. I know. It, it occurred to me as I was saying it's Friday, how close Friday is to Monday. And it made me a little sad for a second. Because you go, oh, it's Friday. It's so great. But you're actually closer to Monday than you would be on like a, well, maybe not. It's nice. Friday's my favorite day of the week. I say this every time because, you know, the possibilities are endless for the weekend. What will I do? What won't I do? How much will I sleep? You're going to go watch a baseball game. I'm going to go watch a baseball game against my, no, I'm just kidding. I'm actually very excited about this, mostly because I have a cute outfit planned. That's pretty much it. So I'm, I'm motivated to go. I'm motivated to see the people. I'm motivated to see the sports that no one is going to be watching because nobody watches baseball anyways, let alone, I imagine, you know, 
True. Minor league, but it, that's not the point. It's just, it's really a, a backdrop to uh, the good times that we will be had in the, in the air-conditioned box, eating hot dogs and chicken tenders and french fries and beers and uh and other sorts of adult beverages it's just going to be a good time and we rarely get together as a a full team with our fans in a you know in a situation where everyone can have a good time kids are going to be there not dance kids but other children Infants, my yep. friend's coming, bringing her uh, her toddler. So Gross. it's going to be, a, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. I'm excited for it. And we got Bubba 199 tonight, so that's good, too. I hope people enjoy um, my playlist because I really try to tailor it to, you know, what people say about the one uh, prior. So they go, oh, man, I wish this one had more hip-hop. So I try to incorporate more hip-hop. And then Bubba's mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I had more of the EDM. Oh, I like the EDM. And then I put the EDM. And I go, it sucks. And then I go, okay. Um, so I got I got some help with this one. I got I got a few recommendations. Not from me. Not from you, no. Um, otherwise, it would just Nobody be all rushed. Nobody wants to hear Rush. Right. That's all he listens to. Actually, it's not. I actually don't even know what kind of music you like. Because I've never given you the opportunity. I like all kinds of music. Michael McDonald and Rush. That's all I know. Dream Theater. Dream Theater, right. So I got a few recommendations. Um, Although new Dream Theater sucks. And I've heard the old Dream Theater so many times, I just I, so I don't listen that much. And you said Dream Theater was a song that Kevin would play frequently, right? Uh, No, actually. Or is it a... Dream it, Theater's a band. It's a band, right. Okay. But I don't think Kevin's ever played it. Oh, I thought I thought he had for some reason. Is it like a rock? I don't even know what it is actually. It's yeah, progressive rock, rock. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, there's none of that, none of that. But uh, I got some recommendations from my roommate who sent me. Uh, she's like, listen, I I thought I'd just send you some stuff. You can use it or not use it. But if you want to use it, that's fine. So I kind of like listen to it, and I'm like, well. See, when people do that, especially when they're your actual friend, mm-hmm. you're in this weird position where you don't want to be rude and be like, this sucks. Especially when they're going to be there. They're going to be there and they're going to kind of be low-key expecting at least one of their suggestions to pop up. Absolutely. So, you know, you don't want to be rude and not include it, but also it like one of them was okay. So I threw it in there. No big deal. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll take advice from the people, but this is really... You know, I feel like I, I, not that it's all about me or anything like that, but I like to, I don't want to listen to songs about students that have been shot in Ohio. Like that brings down the mood. I don't want to, not that that was a recommendation at all, but like I didn't want to, I wasn't sure where she was going when she said she had a few songs. She's like, I have some oldies. I'm like, I don't want to fucking jam to oldies. Like, that's not where, and not that I'm shaking my ass, and yeah, maybe we should let uh, Reagan tailor it a little bit more, because she's a bit more of an interactive dancer than I am. But here's the thing about me, is I actually am a dancer. Not like a stripper or anything. I did dance growing up, but what I mean is, like, when I'm at the club, which has not been in a very long time, I participate. I'm dancing. But knowing that there's a camera in front of my face makes me feel weird. Yeah. So, and I can't really, not that I'm putting on an act or anything like that, but I'm known for being like, 
quirky and weird and offbeat, not like super sexual. Not that I dance super sexually, but, you know, it's it's not that I'm being serious, but like I'm taking myself serious when I'm dancing. I'm not yeah. doing it in like a joke jest type fashion. So it's just weird because I don't feel like the audience would be weirded out i would be weirded out but so i kind of like to just bop around in my seat like that's when i'm having a good time Mm -hmm. you know no no delta nothing ever again just straight drinks that's fine with me bopping around listening to music i'm trying to decide if i'm gonna delta it up tonight well be careful stay away from that delta eight no it's stuff i know what it does right right well that could be fun for you it seems like you you might be able to handle yourself better than me Mm-hmm. Not, not me. Not but never usually, again. You, so usually the 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 plan in my head is get here if the natchez are cooking, which they will be. Get here a little bit earlier. Get a bite to eat. Get everything set up. Make sure it's good, and then like go live. And then once we're up and live, like then I'm like, okay, well then I could sneak out and do whatever I need to do, mm-hmm. you know, to get my mind right. Right, right. But usually what happens is I do all that. I get I go live, and then like. Uh, the show ends at 10 something and I go, oh, I still haven't gone outside yet. Just because you are feeling like you need to be there or you're kind of just having a good time in the moment. Both. And you don't really want to leave because there's yeah. a lot of fun action, people dancing, people falling, mm-hmm. people drinking excessively, yeah. people freaking out because they took, you know, ate too many edibles, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Bubble 199 is probably the thing I look forward to the most and around here. A, I love it. A lot of the participants will party before the show starts, which I completely get. I just can't because I don't want to be uh, not in the right state of mind and have things not work. Yeah. So you need to be sharp in case there a problem arises Yeah. and you need to just be on your game. That's mm-hmm. understandable. And that's actually responsible. And we appreciate that. So thank you very much. 813-90-BUBBA. I'm so excited and nervous for Kevin. Uh, um, me too. I can tell he's... Not unwell, but it's the the stress, the hype, the anxiety, the excitement is not getting to him, but it's crunch time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the election is on Tuesday, yep. and I mean, he's been th- he's probably been thinking about this for a long time, and you know, I, I think he announced it right around Barb, right before Barb, maybe right after that he was running. No, because he got on stage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. But that's what that was what eight months ago of just you know nonstop campaigning, yep. meeting with people, networking, and not just networking like he said with big wigs and and sheriffs and and people like that, movers and shakers. But he's calling like the people. He's talking to the people. You have to absolutely. So it's just it's really time consuming, and it's not even like the campaign. Obviously, that's his focus. But he's also got a family. He's also got his business. He's also got, you know, his rentals. He's got a lot of things on his plate. So, um, you know, I could just tell there was just like a like a nervous, excited energy about him. Yes. And I feel like if I were Kevin, I would just want Tuesday to come and go. You know, either way. I, I agree. You know, whether you win or lose, you're just like, let's just get it over with, please, God. But much like Bubba said, if he wins on on Tuesday, it's like that was just round one A. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then you got to run for the Congress, then you're in Congress, then maybe you know run for reelection. So it's just like this never ending um, process that you, you just kind of get you get sucked into. But I'm I'm so excited. I I I'm so angry that I'm not in District 13. I know. 
that I got booted when I, out. When I found out, I was like, oh, she's going to be so mad. And I looked up online. It looks like the it, the redistricting happened in like 2020. Or did it just take effect this year? Took effect this year. Okay. Yeah. They, they they changed districts a lot, but the the for Kevin's race it was this year. Yeah, that was super annoying because I I changed my political affiliation, which wasn't hard or anything like that. But I was excited. I have the mm-hmm. the shirt. I I know Kevin. I worked with Kevin. It's you know I I want to do my part and the the very least and well the most I could do was vote for him. That's like the, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. So I really wanted to support him, but unfortunately, you know, if I was living, what, a few miles west, yep, I would be able to vote for him. And, but And by them redistricting it, I can now vote for him, Yeah, whereas before, I couldn't. Right. So there you go. The trade-off was you got Blitz instead of me, so one for one. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it was really annoying, and I had to tell my roommate as well because she did the same thing. I said, hey, a few months ago, I'm like... Have you uh, registered Republican? We got to get her boy in. And she did. And she's been telling, you know, her friends, which is great. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I think, you know, everyone just got district out, just districted out. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's it's really annoying. But politics is it. It's one of those things that I like learning about from afar, but I don't think that I could ever partake in um, because I don't have I'm not good corporately and I guess you know you could say well Trump wasn't either but like Trump is Trump had other chops you know what I mean you can't just go and be in like a, a bull in a china shop but you you know you're not a business person you're not a billionaire like someone like me or something um, but I love learning about politics but even more so and and here's the thing about politics that I love and that other people love but also hate is the is the cronyism is the nepotism mm-hmm. you know people get all upset about the hunter bidens and people get upset about uh paul pelosi jr going to taiwan They're like this is outrageous it's like is it though because that's those are the perks buddy like what did yeah, you think it's it it's a perk and it's also outrageous it's both it is, but it's like it's outrageous when you know maybe you're taking your son to Taiwan and risking American lives by pissing off China because you want your son to get in a few business deals. Like that's a little ridiculous, of course. But the fact that people are, you know, the fact that Trump was giving Ivanka Trump a position—I forget exactly what her official title was—but mm-hmm. like part of the cab, not cabinet, but you understand, chief of staffs. Who knows? Do you understand? Yeah. He employed his daughter. You see what I'm saying? And the fact that people are surprised by this or even like that's, that's, upset by it well, hold on. confuses me. No, I think you said it right, though. You said that the fact that people are surprised by it. They shouldn't be surprised by it. It's okay to be upset because it's, yeah. it's not right. But yeah. you should know that it's been going on and you should not be surprised by it. It's like... This is also coming from the same people that talk to their friends and be like, hey, can you give my kid a job? Mm -hmm. These are the people who, you know, um, know somebody who can get your ass into the VIP section. Like, that's how people operate. Yeah, it's it's obviously more extravagant. The more power you obtain, the more levers you can pull for your friends and family. But nevertheless, it's the same principles, the same concepts apply. And the fact that people, like you said, are surprised by it, it's like, that's exactly who, of course, if I was in power, of course, I'd be giving like my best friend Aaron some fucking perks. Like, hey, let's go on the Lolita Express too. Let's go have some fun. Why wouldn't I I do that? I hope you wouldn't call it that, but okay. Why not? (laughs) The Lolita Express too. 
that's what I would do. That's what everyone would do, you know. And then it's the fact that people are like, oh, I can't believe it's cronyism. It's like, oh, they just gave it to their friend. Yeah, no shit. Because the friend yeah. helped them get into a position of power. Politics takes an extreme. And I, I was talking to Jay about this. He was talking about something about the balance of power. I'm like, what do you you? Everybody knows better. There's. The only way that you, a single person, can get into a position of power, whether it be politics, whether it be being a a CEO, whether, you know, working your way up or whatnot, whether Mm. it be being a celebrity, you know, people aren't self-made ever. They are discovered by someone else who yields and wields a bunch of power and decides to bring that person into their circle for some benefit that they can, you know, bestow Mm -hmm. upon them. You are an agent, a talent scout, whatever, looking for a talented singer, musician. You find them in a bar. You make them famous. You're not making them famous because you're a good guy or gal. You're doing because you're like, man, this person is talented and they can generate a lot of revenue for me. Right. That's how that works. So, and and politics is no different, you know. So you in order to get into and the more the higher position of power you get into, the more cooperation it entails with the people around you, your inner circle. You know, some people donated to your campaign. Well, you know, you're going to have to pay that debt back in some capacity, whether it's with legislation, whether it's with, you know, uh, quid pro quo sort of deal, or maybe you're giving their kid a, a position at the table, whatever the case may be, it's like that's how it works. How else is it supposed to work? I don't know. And so when people think that, you know, and especially like America, you think about corruption around the world, like I would say we're one of the least corrupt countries in the world. Mm-hmm. Again, but corruption exists everywhere. You're never going to get rid of it because people are people and we just kind of abide by certain basic rules, which is you help the people that help you. And sometimes those people aren't good people and then you run into problems, but that's inevitable. So fuck it. Just enjoy your pizza, you know, hang out with friends, drink and drive and call it a day. 81390 Bubba. Let's take a phone call. Hello. Who's this? Blomo, it's Florida Stanley. What's up? What's, What's up? up, dude? What's the status on your fingers? Can you feel them yet? Uh, it's always, always going to be the same, probably. Oh, so we've kind of reached uh, the pinnacle of your mobility yeah. and feeling? Okay. The, the, the doctor said, if it goes away, great. If not, well, then just deal with it for the rest of your life. What does it feel like? It's just like a, a tingling numbness or... When you're, like when your hands fall asleep. Mine, both mine feel like that all the time. That's horrible. That's a That's an awful feeling. It was so annoying for the first couple of weeks, and then now I just got used to it. And like, if I touch something weird, it like, it like stings a little bit. Like zing. Just for a split second. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's split, too bad you have any feeling uh, at I all. Told you I did the um. What? It's too bad you have any feeling at all. Oh, I know. Then I could just get myself perma strangers. Exactly. Uh, oh well. Um, I told you. I told you guys. I did the uh, the Corsa rally. Yes. So there's like 15 to 20 guys um, that still have all their stickers on their car that are local to the Tampa area. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be driving up from Fort Myers. Um, we're going to be at the car show tomorrow. They're giving us our own designated area for the Corsa cars that still have their stickers on it. Okay. So I'm sure trying to find your six foot four ass won't be hard to do. I'll see if I can walk around and find you. And yeah, I'll be going to be there. Who, Dan? Yeah. Didn't you say you're meeting Dan there? Yeah. Yeah. He'll be there for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we'll um I'll be I'll be parked with all the Corsa cars. Um I got the black jag. Okay. So, yeah, if I can if I can find you, I'll I'll come say hi. 
Cool. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. they're going to put you on the like the little road on the east side or the west side of the place. So I have no idea. I just got um, I just got a text from the Corsa boss saying that we're meeting at a Starbucks down the street, so we can all roll in together. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll be there and find you. Perfect. I won't be there, but have fun. All right, see you guys. Bye. <clears throat> you turn the air on a little bit. It's hot as hell. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, probably. Hello, who's this? It's Dave. What's How up, Dave? Hey, I got two questions for you. Um, one, one is really follow up on what you said. But I think what I think what upsets people is like the Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, mm-hmm. got pulled over for the DUI and all that, and the crash or whatever, and hurt somebody. And yet, there's not a peep of the dash cam video or the police video. But yet, Marsha Lynch gets pulled over. And within like 24 hours, they got the dash cam video out all over the place. But you don't see anything about Paul Pelosi and his, and his dash cam. They haven't even released it. So right. what, what's, what, the, what is the point you're trying well, to make? I, well, I, <clears> are you I trying to say this is a racist it. deal? No, no, oh, no. okay, okay. No, not, no, not, no, no, not at all. What, okay. what I'm saying is if it, even an average person, if you get pulled over, and, and, and I don't care who it is, it could be, and it could be, or it could be movie stuff. But if you get pulled over for for a DUI, typically within like 24 hours, they have you know the cam you've got the dash cam and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Paul Pelosi being in government, and or is not he's not his wife, his yeah. wife is and and, you know, and very high up in government. She's like third in line to the throne. Yeah. You know so that, that was that's one question. The other one I want to I would talk about uh, is what happened today on the show with uh, I got addicted to that Tourette's woman too. I <laughs> and did. I was, I was watching it, and I, and I can't stop laughing about it, like Bubba. But when she says stuff, you know, like um, small dick or small penis and all that, I mean, what do you think, like, I mean, does that, she had to have heard that somewhere or experienced something in order for her to blurt stuff like that out. Yeah, she probably I mean, has she, this thing, of, well, what's it called? Um, oh, the internet. <laughs> I mean, obviously she's I heard mean, those words yeah. before. But sometimes, like, for example, and this happens with most people, but I feel like it's also really prevalent with people who have OCD, which she apparently also had or was taking medication for, is that when you tell someone not to think of the pink elephant in the room, what do you think about? All you can think about is the pink elephant in the room. Like, try to to imagine something that's not a pink elephant, and all you can do is think about that. So when people say, you know, you're not supposed to call people bald or call them small dick, little dick, fuck you, Mm -hmm. all she can think about is are the things she's not supposed to say. And and truth be told, I don't know much about Tourette's syndrome or, you know, what brain area is affected. I think it's the same area that that you can get uh, the uh, trichotillomania, that whole thing. I think it's somewhat related. I remember Regina talking about that. So um, I I think it's it's this sort of area in the brain that works off impulse and impulse control. And if you and if it's altered in the way of you having Tourette syndrome, it seems like you don't have a lot of a, a great impulse control. Some more than others, like Dan said, he was he was diagnosed with it as a kid and kind of like muscled it off. But obviously some people, you know, aren't able to do that. See, I, I thought about it a different way. I thought it was like maybe she experienced, like maybe she was like experienced, like sex and the guy had a no, dick, I don't. that's all she could think about. Yeah, I don't think I mean, so. maybe, but I don't think so. I think, right. it's, I think well, it's just things you're not supposed to say, yeah. you know, 
in in day to day life. It's it's not proper etiquette to be at you know in uh in Longhorn screaming you know small dick, little dick, fat dick. You know right, you're not right. supposed to say that stuff. <laughs> All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. What are you gonna say? Um. Yeah, because some of the things she says, like the high five, that, mm-hmm. that, that's, you know, like... she's benign. Right, but it's stuff that, like, she looks like she's got from, like, a movie or something, so... Right, that just kind of replays in yeah, her, in her yeah. head. And I know for me, like, when, when I was trying to get through or over, not just negative so- thoughts, but repetitive thoughts, um, which I still have a huge problem with, it's getting a little better, but not much... But when you have thoughts like repeating in your mind and when you tell yourself not to think of what you're trying to think about, it makes the problem worse. Yeah, yeah. You know, what you should really try to do is replace it with a different thought instead of trying to tell yourself not to think well, about like something. When you're holding a pen or like a gum and you're shooting a gun, they're like, you know, don't shake and hold it steady. And all you can think about is trying to hold it steady. So you're like this. Yeah. But if you're like, if you just chill and not think about trying to hold it steady, mm-hmm. you're more likely to hold it steady. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it happens. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello? Hey, Anna, how you doing? What's up? Not much. This is uh, Rollo from Michigan. I just have a question for Blitz. What's yeah, up? go ahead. Hey, Blitz, uh, do you shoot pool? Uh, no. Okay, never mind, because you have a lookalike, uh, not this Monday, this past Monday, but the one before last, I went to OCC, for the first time, I was in town, okay. and uh, a guy, and there was a guy who looked just like you. I don't know if it was maybe your brother, but he looked just mm. like you. I went up to him, asked him if it was you, and he said no. Uh, no, I've, I've never, I've never even been to OCC. Oh, you haven't? Nope. Oh, that's a cool place over there. You got to look like there. That place cool. Well, I'll have to go beat his ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I keep meaning to check it out. I was. When they were first building it, I stopped by, but I haven't seen it when it's done or anything. Okay, they got a lot of cool stuff on Monday nights. I went there and they had like cornhole, they have a pool, mm. and then they have mm. a foosball. And it's all Sounds like me and Anna will be going next Monday. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all right. cool. You check it out. Okay, thanks. Okay, thank you. No, 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 I don't want to. Um, when we were in Daytona, we went to an arcade, and I remember voicing before we went to the arcade, I said something along the lines of, I fucking hate arcades. Well, so they have like a a, a boardwalk <laughs> yeah. there. It's, it's real <laughs> shitty. But they've got a boardwalk there. And so and we stayed like real close to it, like within easy walking yeah, distance. Yeah, within a mile. So, yeah. So I said, hey, you know, let's go to the boardwalk. I said, when I was a kid, I went there, and they had like an arcade. I said, I'm, I'm whatever's still there. We'll like walk through it, whatever. Like, And we stayed... Well, as we got there, like it started pouring out, so we, yeah, we were kind of forced. We were to sequestered stay right there, there anyway, but it was definitely the most action that was in the area. I would say at that time, mm-hmm. and I had a fucking blast. Like I was <laughs> having way too much fun to the point where it was like I I didn't want to show how much fun I was having because I had talked so much shit right <laughs> I before. Know, I could tell. You know, so I was just like, "You're like, do you want to play this?" And I'm like, "I guess." And then like as I'm playing, I'm like, "Oh yeah!" And then I like tried to you know downplay <laughs> you're, it. <laughs> you're like, "Tickets, tickets! I need more tickets." <laughs> such a loser i was having so much fucking fun because i'm thinking it's gonna be more like video games but it's there's a lot of hand-eye coordination involved and ball throwing and catching and man i mean i really fucking nailed it with the uh with the with the bowling game i was just bowling strikes fake strikes left and right um some you know i i realize how much i'm i'm so grateful that i'm not a parent and maybe it's different when it's like your own 
Um, but with other kids, you you would think that you would be like more polite or or worried about how you conduct business with them because you don't want the parent to come after you for you know telling mm-hmm. your kids some. But I mean, there was this one little fucking annoying. I honestly don't even know if it was a girl or boy. Say they be who knows. But we'll just call her she. She came up and she was trying to get my tickets out because she was trying to help me. Oh, yeah. But I was in the middle of the game and I didn't want her to press the button that would admit the tickets. There's some games that are like old school that spit out regular tickets, you know. Yeah, as the game is going on. And then there's the newer ones. Well, the new, new ones just put it like on a credit card deal, Mm -hmm. like Dave and Buster's. But, you know, the newer ones, when you're done, you press the done button and it prints out a little slip that says, oh, you want, you know, 18 tickets. Right. And so I'm I'm mid-game. Um, and some little bitch comes up and is like, you have to press this to get ticked out. And I said, I said, I know, I know. And then I just saw her little grubby little fucking finger, like going towards, and I'm, I'm literally maybe 30% through the game. And I don't know how this works. Is that going to fuck it up? I don't know. Probably not, but who knows? I didn't want her to mess with it. So I I like, I didn't like hit her, but I like, I swatted her. I said, Hey, yeah. Get out of here! And Cardi calls it wasn't skee ball. There's actually like a, a you roll the ball and it does. It's like a, a bowling game. Yeah, it wasn't skee ball. It, it we like, did play skee ball too. We though. did, which was also super fun. And I fucking killed it there. I think I beat you on every game. Uh, no. I, I think I did, but no. it was it was just super fun. And then I left, being I like, "Damn, I, shut the fuck up!" No, you didn't. <laughs> you know, you did. You were trying your very hardest, putting your uh, heart and soul into that into those games, just fucking failing. I definitely won on the basketball games. Because you were, you could touch them, you could reach the basket. Well, no, here's the problem you had too, is it gives you three balls, and you would take one and then look and then shoot and then wait for it to come down and then grab one, take it and shoot. And I'm like, no, you just got to grab them and just go like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just getting used to it. Okay, I, I was just getting used to it. But it, it seemed like a place with a lot of history. It seemed like a place where the people that were working there had been working there since 1975. Oh, they've been there forever. Um, they, and, and their teeth really reflected it because they had taffy as a prize. And I think these people just had a little too much they taffy. Were, they were a couple, right? Were they? I don't know. The guy, the, the old man. I have and the no lady. idea. Because Possibly. I think they were, but I, who knows? And I think they probably like own the place yeah. or whatever, or you know, they're in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the guy wasn't really doing a whole lot, and she was getting mad. And remember, she even said like, "Oh, it'd help if he would do something." I honestly don't even remember oh, at yeah. all. I, I was, was too busy looking was, at the prizes. She was bitching at him about not doing anything. He was just standing there. <laughs> yeah, just doing jack shit, jack all. But the, it's just, it seems like a place like, you know, if you went as a kid, it probably hasn't changed much since then. Yeah, I mean, there's some some new games and stuff. But for the most part, it just seemed like a, a, a historical joint that's been in place for, you know, mm-hmm. is at least 30 to 40 years and hasn't changed pretty much at all. Um, I, I hate saying this cause I don't want to sound like a snob, but I found Daytona to be a bit underwhelming. Yeah. But the reason why is because in my head I had hyped it up. The people that I had spoken to had hyped it up. They're like, oh, Daytona's so cool. The beaches are amazing. And I'm thinking like amazing, like cause mm. Clearwater is amazing. So yeah. If, you know, they're impressed by Daytona, it must really be, like, next fucking level Caribbean style. No! Not even close. Our beaches here on the west side are so much better. They absolutely are. So much better. But it was cool. It was good. I definitely um, felt very good about myself when I was there. (laughs) Uh, Definitely a confidence booster. You gotta think, too, we also went in the, like, 
one of the first weekends of the off season, kind of like sure. it's still it's still season. Like the still weather's still good right. for the beach and all that. Summer, but everyone has like all the college kids are gone because there's no you know they're, yes. they're back in school mm-hmm. and the the families the ki- are out to play and the families that well that was like the first weekend or two of school so right. they're really not spending the time at the beach. Right. So there um, wasn't like a whole lot of families there. It wasn't very busy, which was nice. Yeah. There was a lot of fathers interacting with their children with mm-hmm. like a bottle in one hand and a cigarette in the other. And I appreciate that, you know, because they aren't going to, they're not going to tone it down because this, this is bad for little Johnny's lungs. They don't yeah. give a fuck. It was cool to something different, but it wasn't like, yeah, you know, hey, awesome. No, no, but it wasn't what I expected, I think, was really, you know, I, I was expecting something way different. I thought the beaches were going to be much, like, longer from, like, uh, in, in terms of sand, distance of the sand from, from the, the road. Like, yeah. I thought that it was just going to, because people were like, oh, you could drive on it. It's like a half a mile long. I'm like, oh, shit, that's different and crazy and I'm, i must see this and then you know we look out our window which was a beautiful view and I'm, i loved you know the location yeah. of where we were at but it it just wasn't what i thought it was going to be and the weather wasn't a hundred percent great no, so there's also that ish. but um novelty counts for something doing something new something different yeah i would even suggest that you know sometimes it's better to take a cut on the experience in terms of say it's like food or restaurant if it's like a new experience so Mm -hmm. say something like taco dirty which we love and we get all the time Mm -hmm. um and it's great pretty much consistently amazing we love it sometimes it's better to go to a place that isn't as good but you hadn't been before so it's just kind of like a new experience try something new indian ethiopian for example i knew where you were going this whole this whole thing is this big ethiopian scam i want to try it i want to i want to i want to try it again i i've had it one time in my life when i was in toronto and much like you i was um i i had low expectations i said you know i'm a vegetarian and i was they're like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? I was taken to the place by a, bun- a bunch of vegans. So I thought, okay, well, I guess they must have some options. It was a very interesting display, um, and I had I really enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but I kind of what, forgot what kind about of it, Ethiopia. Oh, so you're good then. I want to try it again. I forgot. That was almost a decade ago. Guess what I had for lunch yesterday? Indian. Nope. Uh, Chicken. Kind of. What did you have? Bingarin. Yes, there's a, a a a cute little joint, family-owned business. Um, you ever you ever go by a place and you just go, I wonder what their story is. <laughs> that is what I think every time I pass Ming Garden. It's if if you are unfamiliar, it's a little Chinese establishment. Um, it looks like shit, and it's right in the middle of a ghetto. And by ghetto, I mean across the street lies a uh, laundromat, a Metro PCS, and a Dollar Tree or Dollar General. What is it? Family Dollar. Family. I think. It, it's something with a dollar in it. But if so, you, but if you're lucky enough to drive by in the morning, like I am, you get to see the. It's basically a homeless apartment out front. It really is. People like to spend have sleepovers there on the bench. The uh, the roof. There's like a there's a over not the roof of the building, but out front there's like a little a little bit lower like overhang like an awning like kind of, mm-hmm. and all you see up there is like trash bags that the homeless have thrown like it's literally yeah. littered full of trash bags. Yeah, it's uh it's horrendous. It's frightening. It's terrifying. And every time I go by, I just think to myself, what what is their story? 
They probably came to the United States, maybe from China, Vietnam, something like that, and no money, nothing, and they decide to open up shop in the middle of the fucking ghetto, which to them is probably like a fucking garden, a Ming garden, if you will. You have to think like the most places that are not the best in town usually have a Chinese restaurant in them. And that's because why, Blitz? Why is that the case? Because the, who has a taste for Chinese food in like, that area? Oh, I wasn't going with that. I was going to say the property is usually less expensive, so that's why they picked that. That's why it's about properties, not about uh, people's taste buds and what they prefer. And by the way, who doesn't fucking love Chinese food? I was going to say that place is busy all the time. By the way, yeah, they kill. They they're great, but I just want to know, you know, what their story is. Or imagine like I will say, yeah, it was better in the place we went to in Daytona. Really? It was. Uh, egg roll wise or? Both the egg roll and the orange chicken. They'd fucking kill it. Listen, it, that it's high risk, high reward. These places that offer the best food, it's like you're maybe likely to contract, I don't know, something that will give you diarrhea, but the food is just better. It's just better. It tastes like it's it's poverty because they're, they're working their way out of poverty by making good food. It matters more. I don't know. I see their brand new Hondas and stuff and Toyotas they drive mm-hmm. out back. They're not doing too bad. Uh, no, but you'd think that maybe, like you said, they could put a little more effort into the place that they work. Like, I don't know, paint it. Yeah, clean up the trash or that's around front. Right. And, and Pick some weeds, maybe. Yeah, and I understand the weeds will grow back and the homeless will be back, but much like you said before, you know, take some pride in where you work. Yeah. You know, you, you have to do laundry every week. You don't just go, well, I'm, I'm just not going to wash it because it's going to get dirty again. You got to fucking wash your shit. You got to keep it clean. You do? Yes, you yeah. do. 81390Bubba. That's why you go to the laundromat across the street from there. Exactly. And the Dollar Tree General Family Dollar, whatever the case um, may be. I do want to talk about this. Is it Sana Marin, uh, the prime minister? There's been an update on the story, and I I don't want to jump to any sort of tabloid conclusions. Now, for those that were listening to the show earlier we um, we found out that a video leaked, which is odd, odd to say that a video leaked because it sounded like it was on her Instagram or on someone's Instagram. Whatever. It probably got taken down because they're like, probably a bad look. And then you um, it resurfaced and people were like, is she on drugs? What's going on? She's dancing very wildly. She's very attractive. Uh, young woman it's it's so funny like everything's relative because you talk to people you know and, and i'll say like oh i'm 35 and they're like oh that's fucking old and it's like oh yeah but i'm also the prime minister and like oh so young yeah so um thinking about a prime minister of a country like the most powerful person in the country that's a year older than me is fucking wild you yeah, know i agree now it is finland so it's like whatever but still, still it's a real it's, country it, it's a real country it borders uh russia like that's pretty substantial that's pretty crazy. you're trying to get into nato it's pretty cool um but apparently there's been a video and i feel like i know what this is without knowing what this is oh do you because i've seen it Yes, it's this video of this woman, and apparently uh, she's dancing very intimately with a man at a club. I suspect I could be wrong. Let's hear it. And I haven't read this article at all because I literally just pulled it up. Now, I'm just taking... I just watched the videos. Okay, I'm just taking a guess. Is the guy gay? Do you get that impression? uh... Because I haven't even seen it. I don't even know, but I feel like the man... 
might be a homosexual. It's New York Post, so uh, all I see right now are ads and pop-ups mm. and all that crap. So I can kind of see it here. Hello. Maybe I mean, sh- uh, no, 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 they're they're. <laughs> There are they bumping and grinding? Well, she has like her arms around yeah, him, and I she's like kind of. He looks like he's like kissing her neck, kind of. Okay. Um. I mean, gay guys can do that too, yeah, but, but who who knows? It's not a good. Oh, I see now. Yeah. No, he's got like his arms around her. Yeah, he doesn't look gay actually at all. Yeah, it's like a. It's it's not even like a club like grinding. It's like a intimate. Like a not a gala, but like almost like a wedding, like a reception at the end. Yeah, I mean it's more of a party, but yeah, yeah. But they're like holding each other. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's crazy. I didn't know she was married. Number one. Um, so who knows? Maybe it's a cousin. Who knows what what the situation will be? Now I, I know people like to draw comparisons with extremes, right? They're like, well, our president can't even fucking walk. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no shit. But and now they're making him wear his aviators everywhere because <sighs> his eyes are all. Wonky. He has fucking detached retinas and. You know, stage five glaucoma. Yeah. Can't see because the cataracts are too strong. But there's obviously a happy medium. People always like to, you know, like Bubba would say, he's like, well, it's better than the. It's like, yeah, sure, it's better than Biden. She's alive and she has a brain that works, but also maybe not the best look to be a statesperson, woman, statesman, whatever, whatever they they be. Whatever the case may be, you kind of want to be taken serious. As a uh, a representation of an entire country, I think it's I think it's important to be taken uh, seriously. And when you're dancing and getting wild, especially in a party scene, like if she was like in a suit and she's in Parliament, kind of like a Rob Ford dancer. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. That's a little different. Because mm-hmm. she knows the camera's on her. She's in somewhat in control. People don't like it when their leaders look like they're not in control. That is alarming in any capacity. Like Biden doesn't look like he's in control. No. Because he's shitting himself and he falls off bikes that aren't moving. That's not good. But also you don't want to look like you are, you know, um, going off the rails by maybe snorting rails. Apparently in the first video that we, we we showed today, obviously they're speaking in Finnish, so it's hard to understand what they're saying. But I guess there was some talk of cocaine in the background. Well, in this update, it says that she is clearly intoxicated, which, duh. Um, and she danced with at least three men like this and and gave lap dances to two other men. I mean, I haven't seen the lap dances. I don't know. Which, but- actually, I think is kind of in her favor in a way. Because if if she was intimately dancing with just one guy like the whole night yeah. then like oh hey there's something going on with him right because it was like multiple guys in the club it's more likely like hey she's just drunk and like wanted to have some fun like there's probably nothing more to it right it's but, not a, it's not a good look but also but like, what sort of person who is a prime minister president uh premier whatever the leader of the country may be is going I'm maybe I'm assuming incorrectly, but is going to places um, in the public without like a bunch of security. Like, is she just going to a fucking pub? Like she got in trouble during coronavirus because I think she went to a pub and someone there was infected with Corona and she Mm -hmm. wasn't uh, uh, quarantining like she should have. So there was some issue with her. and She was pulling a Boris Johnson or something. Um, So she got some blowback for that, which is like, whatever, who the fuck cares? But when I see stuff like this, I'm like, how is she going unattended and just acting crazy? And, and no one is saying, stop, this is a bad idea for, you know, your campaign, your image. Um, But I, I don't think I would feel like I wouldn't want to think that, like, the leader of my country is a drunk bimbo. Like, I wouldn't want not that, you know, you can you're you're dumb if you're going to the club and dancing, having fun, no problem. But. You also have to act the part, I think, to some mm-hmm. degree, where you look like you're kind of in control. And you don't want to look, you, you certainly don't want to look like a floozy. You know, women are trying so hard to get into positions of power 
And then it's like they do. And then when this sort of stuff goes down, it's like, well, this is exactly why we didn't want it to happen sort of a deal. So mm-hmm. just uh, again, it, you're not doing anything wrong. It doesn't sound like she's doing anything illegal. But image matters. Perception matters. That's how you won the race, right? Because people perceived you to be the best possible choice for the job. So image does matter but um i mean she seems like she'd be a good time she seems like who i guess she came out and said that she just took a drug test as well um people want her to take drug tests right she's taking one to show that she didn't do any drugs right and also cocaine exits the system quite quickly so she should be lucky she should be fine god bless god willing um let's take a a little break for editing purposes and we'll be back just in a few short minutes perfect Welcome back. Bright Farm, John's Island, 1999. Super chat. And a bitch ain't one. Um, thank you for joining us today. We'll probably be taking off pretty soon. A lot, I got a lot of stuff to do, and I know you do too, because we got Bubble 189. Would, uh, so I'll be honest. I'm going to try to take a nap today. Yeah. I don't, I doubt I will, but. Oh, yeah. This is a power through day for me. Um, yeah. I just, I just would love to take like an hour or two. I just. It's nice outside, so I I'll be outside for. A while. Yeah, yeah. I've been. Um, I think I'm gonna start switching up my my exercise regimen. It's. Um, I do this every couple of years. You know, I get on something and then I I, I go hardcore in the paint with it. It's much like intermittent fasting. Much like my diet. Much like everything I do. Mm-hmm. I get on something and then I go. I think I've been doing this all wrong, and then I completely switch it up. <clears throat> and I think that now, um, I've come to the conclusion. And also you have to adjust for, you know, age and injury and stuff like that. But I've come to the conclusion that I think I need to start prioritizing volume over progressive overload. So instead of trying to like go so fucking hard at the gym and get crazy, you know what I, you've seen me at, at, yeah. at crunch. It's ridiculous. But you're never like a, a heavy weights person. No, though. no, but I do a lot of volume, you know, to the point, and, and there's different ways to do that. You could do, you know, more reps, you could do more sets, you could do more weights. Um, you can, uh, time under tension. So you could do like a slower rep, which makes it which harder. Is, you prefer that usually. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, cause I, here's the thing that at least, you know, my philosophy and I think most people who've, who've, who've lifted weights is you don't want the, the weights to control you. You need to control the weights. And sometimes yeah. the best part of the actual exercise is the release or something, you know, like if you were doing like a, um, a like a like a tricep extension sort of deal on a cable machine, mm-hmm. a lot of times people like you know they they go down and then they just kind of like whip they, it back they up. They let the weights pull them up. Correct. Instead of doing a controlled back yeah. to you know mm-hmm. uh, the the starting position, yep. they just kind of swing it back. It's like well, that's actually probably like the best part of the exercise is the slow control back to mm-hmm. the original starting position. So, you know, I, I incorporate all these things, but I'm like, fuck, sometimes I get the dods so bad that I can't train for a few days right. or, you know, and then I'm kind of just left doing walks, which there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, maybe I want to get in the gym a little more. So I started doing not some research, but you listen to the experts talk about things and you go, OK, well, maybe I've been prioritizing the wrong things. And also I need to take in consideration, you know, my my advanced age. 
which, you know, mm. it is what it is. I'm not getting any younger. My joints probably aren't getting any better if I start treating them the way that I did, you know, in my early 20s. Recovering takes a little bit longer. And people listening, probably most of you are older than 35, so you're like, fuck off. You have no idea what's coming. You're right. I don't. But, mm-hmm. you know, compared to how things used to be, and here's the thing, because I really haven't had, like, a point in my life where I really fell off, like, my my fitness workout lifestyle routine like there's been the longest I ever took off of exercise was about a month and that's because I had a fucking injury I had a Mm -hmm. um, Achilles tendonitis and it was really fucking bad to the point where I was told um, by a friend who was in the medical field he was like if you keep fucking with that it's gonna rupture and then you're gonna need surgery so and and I was like okay so everything I knew how to do how to exercise I couldn't do You know, I couldn't run. I could barely walk. Um, I couldn't even fucking swim because just the the flip floppy of the feet, it would irritate it. Yeah. Um, So I couldn't do anything. And then that's when I started doing the yoga. And I did yoga for like nine months straight and just straight Bikram hot yoga. You're in a room. I didn't know you did that. Yes. for I I think I talk about it a lot. Oh, are you me? I wasn't sure if you're serious. No, I I didn't know it was like a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did Bikram for about um, nine months straight. No running, no gym, no fucking nothing. Yeah, I, except I, I, that. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was uh, uh, it was amazing and horrible at the same time. Because sure. if, you've, if you've never done Bikram, boy, are you in for a treat because it's fucking hard. And I think the thing that scared me the most about Bikram that I had not experienced with other forms of exercise was the fact that my heart rate was getting so fucking high and I wasn't moving. Because usually, Hmm. which is weird, like if you're moving around and your heart's like going crazy, you can't really feel it as much as if you're just standing still. Right. Like if you start sprinting, right, and then imagine you you then stand still and you can feel your heart, Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of... It's it's a little jarring, and that's yeah. exactly what it was. Is like you're doing all these poses, you're not fucking moving your feet one iota, but your heart rate is just going through the fucking roof, and you can feel it, and you can hear it in your ears. And it was it like I don't want to say it freaked me out, but it was just like, am I gonna just pass that? And it's really hot, so um, it was very challenging. And I did it every day for like nine months, and then finally, you know, my my was getting a little bit better and I was walking more and a little bit of running and I was I was doing it smart for the first time in my life I wasn't just getting oh now I'm gonna run six miles and I just woke up one day and I said I think I I hate this I hate it and I called the place and I said I'd like to cancel my membership and I never went back again Hmm. but it served its purpose my fucking my foot healed and I stayed in shape like those were the two goals so it was like I didn't you know, I didn't lose it. I didn't lose the gains. I found a, another avenue to kind of stay on top of it. But I, I and I also healed my foot, which it gives me zero problems to this day. It, well, my my Achilles rather. Mm-hmm. So great, loved it. Um, I also want to thank, and he's not listening, but you know, Rolo Tomasi for coming on. It was a little bit, um, it was a little bit difficult, you know, following Lummy's catch of Brett Favre. Yeah. And um, so, uh, you know, obviously it, it, it wasn't that big, that big of a guess, but Rolo was, is very big in his in his sphere. And um, 
I was excited to have him on because I've been I've been overdosing on manosphere type stuff where I think See, it's I can't watch that. It's stuff. starting to fuck with me to the point where I'm becoming like um like hyper aware of things that I already knew, but now it's like making me anxious about certain things and I'm like, oh, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But again, I like the evolutionary psychology aspects of it. You guys know, I love talking about biology, evolutionary psychology, uh, dating, mating, short-term, long-term date, like all these sorts of strategies I like learning about. See, I think that but, stuff like that is like good to know and good to brush up on. But like if you're always watching it, it fucks with your head. Like, How does it fuck with your head? It just like it's that kind of shit's not good. Like, cause that's, it's, it's really not the norm. What do you mean? Not the norm. Like, cause they talk about, they talk about situations that are like extremes, right? So they talk about the girls who are like the tens and they talk about the guys that are the G's and can fucking, and have the best game and have all the money. It's like most of people are not those people. So it's kind of hard to relate. Cause they're always talking about, like being the best man, being the G, being in the people mm-hmm. that they bring on typically are giving advice to for how to become that archetype of guy because it's geared towards men. And, you know, and I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago with the, you know, the, the Fresh and Fit podcast and the women that they bring on is just uh, they're mind blowingly um, stupid, which I enjoy watching. But also it, it makes me angry. But I also enjoy being angry. Like I, I've said this before, being angry and like screaming at a screen, it like gives me energy. I, I like it. But um, it can be a bit, you know, here's the thing. It's like, you, I know, I've known since I was fucking 18 years old that being a young woman is, 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 is yields a lot of power, especially a young, attractive woman. Because mm-hmm. when they say young women, it's like, there's also a lot of young women that are ugly as fuck. Like, you could be 21, young, and also ugly. Those things can coexist. But, you know, when they when they talk about, um, beauty and desire and things like that. Obviously, they're always talking about you know being a young woman and and they. It seems like that sphere of influence is kind of not pressuring, but advising women to like get into a relationship as early as fucking possible because that's when you're the hottest and you yield the most power. So they, it seems like they are advising. Uh, loosely advising women to, hey, you're 19 years old, start looking for your husband right now, mm-hmm. which, okay, yeah, I get that from like a biological standpoint, but I feel like there's also a lot of things that they're they're missing. Um, first off, there's a lot of people like me that, you know, were kind of late bloomers. So it's like, dude, by the time I started having sex, according to these people, I was way past my prime. You know what I mean? So that's a little sad and frightening. I'm like, what did I miss out on my best years? But no, it's like, you got to just kind of stay true to Mm -hmm. who you are, how you were raised and what you feel comfortable doing. Um, but, and also it's not every woman's goal to have, a family with children and you know for most women i would say that's probably what they want i think that there's a biological drive for that but there's also a variety and there's also range and i feel like at least for myself i mean i know that i would be a good parent if i was you know 
forced into that position. I, I wouldn't allow myself to be a bad parent, but I don't know if that would allow me to ex- extract the most happiness. And it's really hard to get a, an honest read from people because no one feels comfortable saying I, I had kids and I regret it. And I feel like at some point you you just love the life that you're given because you know nothing else, right? So if you have a child at 20 or 21 and you go, oh, this is the best decision ever. I'm so glad I had kids. It's like, yeah, well, you didn't know anything different. You have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. You didn't live, you didn't go to college or you didn't go traveling or do other things. So um, I do think that a lot of what the manosphere is missing is the overlap between what just what humans need. Right. So it's like they talk so much about they're so micro focused in on the on the differences between men and women. And there are differences. I'm not denying that they're not. But there's also a lot of overlap. There's we're more alike than we are uh, different in the sense that like we get angry. We need food. We shit. We (laughs) like all of those. We we have jealousy. We have um anger shame guilt like all of these emotions and experiences like men and women and everything in between can relate to and like how do you satisfy those needs beyond just that of of reproduction now i understand that reproduction is certainly the goal but then you also have things like culture kind of getting in the way where you know you are just taught that you know you're your career is the most important thing and college is the most important thing. And so you just value what your culture values. And sometimes that can be a good thing, but sometimes it can lead you into a situation where I know a lot of women my age are in where they're in their thirties and they were so hyper-focused on their career and they're like, holy shit, fuck, I'm 35, 36. Mm -hmm. I don't even have a man and I want kids. What am I going to do? And truth be told, she's not listening, but... I think that happened to my eldest cousin who became a nurse and prioritized. Well, here's the thing. That's actually not true. She tried with men, but the relationships just kept failing because I feel Mm. like she doesn't know how to pick guys. She, um, she, here's the thing. She doesn't even have like a type. She's, She's just, it seems like she's just throwing everything against the wall and whatever sticks she dates. Okay. And then that is not maybe ne- the, not the best vetting process. Like, yeah, no. yeah I, I think she one time, like she went from dating like a, like a nice Christian boy to a nice Jewish boy to another nice Jewish boy to a Nigerian scammer. Like there's all there's like these weird to okay. like it, or, or, or this Indian guy. Like it was just so random. Like she's on J date and then she's dating like a, a Punjabi dude. I'm Looks like, what you... aren't everything? No, I'm not saying they were ugly or not, but it just um, seems like, yeah. Oh, you're right. I yeah. forgot about Yes. I forgot the reference. I remember now. We'll get into that in a second. But um, she's had like really, really bad luck when it comes to men um, to the point where I think this was like four or five years ago. She was maybe maybe even less. She was taken on a very nice uh, vacation where she assumed the man that she was with was going to propose. Oh. But instead he broke up with her. On the vacation? Yeah. That's awesome. On the vacation, like they were, I don't know if they were in like Tahoe. I feel like they were some, somewhere on the West Coast with mountains. I forget exactly. Maybe Big Bear. I can't remember. But they went on a very nice vacation and on the vacation he broke up with her. 
which for being a Jewish doctor, lawyer, or accountant, he was one of those things I can't remember. Um, not this, not the move. Maybe not on vacation because guess where you know you're pro- you probably went in one car or on a plane, mm-hmm. so it's not like you can just fucking leave. And it's going to be really awkward, you know, the next three nights in the hotel when you're no longer together, but you have to share a king bed. So that was a little bit odd. Um, or a queen bed that's half the size of a queen bed. It was really a full, a full, <laughs> full and a half, which we'll get into. Um, so I feel really bad for my cousin, but it's on top of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and again, I'm giving you guys the inside egging on my family because I love drama from about, you know, three to five paces away from me, just close enough to kind of feel the heat, Mm -hmm. but not really. So um, apparently her, you know, her younger brother is also my cousin. um, He kind of got everything she wanted. He got the, the girl. um, They have a beautiful family. She, they had their first two years ago. She's pregnant. She's about to give birth in November to their second um, one boy, one girl mm. sort of deal. They just bought a house. They just closed on a house. They're moving in uh, in October. I talked to my cousin yesterday and he's just he's having a great life. He got a fucking amazing job with a ginormous company um, and he's just he's killing it and he's having a great time and he just got the the white picket fenced family life that his older sister always wanted mm-hmm. and i think and i don't know if this was ever actually admitted by her but it's speculated in the family because uh the older sister was giving you know his wife some um grief about some stuff mm-hmm. and my cousin the male cousin was like um hey sis fuck off like this is my wife these this is my family you kind of you can't be just a jealous bitch because we got what you wanted we just need you to be supportive so that's kind of been what's going on and my cousin the the oldest girl cousin we'll call her uh we'll call her jessica jessica is, is still planning on having children she she talks about having kids how old is she ish 41 okay or 42 so you know i i and she was talking about having kids i mean i saw her a couple years ago and she was like yeah you know like i'm like are you seeing anybody no you know she was like 30 maybe 36 37 the last time i saw her and you know she was very much all about having children and even then i was like i just don't know if that's in the uh cards for you um, but that, that's really quite tragic that that happens to some people. And, and for her, I would say it's not for lack of trying. It's not like she was so career oriented. She didn't date or anything, but I just feel like, you know, there's also a factor of luck that people seem to mm-hmm. don't talk about, about, you know, you ask people, well, how'd you meet? Forget about like, say like pre online or even online, you know, if you did, if you accidentally swiped left or, you know, they were dating somebody else at the time. Whatever the case may be, you yeah. went to that one party when you were in college and you had a friend of a friend that set you up with this guy. So there's a huge luck factor that people don't really discuss. It seems like it's always your will or you did something wrong or why are you single? It's like, at least for mo- most of my adult life, I was single. And when people would ask me that, I'm like, Dude, I, why is anyone single? I, I don't I don't know. It's 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 a combination of bad luck. It's the options that are presented. I'm not interested, whatever the case may be. 
So um, I just think that, and with my girlfriends that are single now that are about my age, one of them broke up with her boyfriend like maybe about uh, eight months ago or something like that. And she calls me and she was crying and stuff. And I'm telling her the fucking truth. She's, I was like, you'll probably meet somebody. But like, I was like, dude, I don't want to lie to you. Like, you may not. Like, mm-hmm. She's like, and she is, she's fucking a down ass bitch. So she was like, I fucking appreciate yeah, yeah. the honesty. Cause I want people much like you, which was something that I appreciate about you. Like when you, you don't like courtesy laugh, you don't say something to make someone feel better unless, you know, you have to, to save your job. But yeah. um, for the most part, you're very honest about things so that when you t- give me a compliment or when you say something to me. I know you're it's the truth like mm-hmm. when when you try some of my like baking shit like this isn't very I didn't like it or what you'll tell me if yeah. you don't and I'm like I fucking well, appreciate if I say that. I like it it's because I like it and right. if I don't I will tell you I, I don't like this yeah one. I don't like this one okay great because then I can actually make adjustments or change or whatever the case may be so um with my friends my good girlfriends not acquaintances with, with acquaintances I will happily lie and just say whatever I fucking need to say just mm-hmm. to keep you off my back but with my good friends, uh, you know, and she was lamenting to me about dating and stuff. And I'm like, you probably will find somebody. But like, you could also fucking not. I don't want to lie to you. Like, that's that's it. like if you were to go in, in your room and close the door and, and not leave ever again and not reach out to anybody, you would 100 percent not find anybody. You know, so that's a possibility if you choose to go a route where you just kind of give up on on love or your love life or connection or whatever. But I was like, you'll you'll probably find something because she's she's a, she's a go getter. You know, she she tries with stuff. She at least gives herself an excuse to to complain about it. Okay, which I appreciate because like people are like dating sucks, dating sucks. It's like, well, do you go on dates? It's like, well, no. It's like. Well, then you don't have room to complain. You know, you're not trying. You needed to be doing fucking everything mm-hmm. you can do to get to your goal. And maybe that's not dating. Maybe that's a, a job or whatever. But <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I do feel I, I, I'm actually very glad that I wasn't like a model or a, a, a woman who was on OnlyFans or, or got attention exclusively from how I looked. Right. Because, again, we all, you know, we all I, idolize models and, and their beauty and everything like that. But they get older. And then once they hit a certain age, if all of their value and self-worth is invested into how they look, which women already are, are hyper focused on how they look. Mm-hmm. But if you're a model and that's like your fucking career and what you're known for and how what everybody loves about you. Um, if that's when that's taken away from you and it will be at some point, like what the fuck is left? Like, who are you? What do you have to offer? So I'm kind of glad that I was like an ugly kid. I think that kept me grounded. Um, I'm glad that, you know, I, I would say that my looks throughout my life have haven't hurt me, but I was never like the hottest chick in the room or something like that. And that's okay. And that allowed me to kind of get a personality mm-hmm. try to be smart try to bring other things to the table besides you know just the hot chick that all she literally needs to do is just be hot and be she doesn't even have to be like tolerable but just if she is that's like an a plus obviously mm-hmm. so i don't know i've been listening to too much manosphere stuff i'm trying to take a step back and then that's when i shifted gears yesterday i'm like all right let's talk about a uh, progressive overload versus volume okay that's good what 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 sort of things have you been uh, delving into? Because I know you have a lot of interests. Um, actually, lately it's been like advanced 
uh, computer networking. Oh my god, that's so interesting. Let's talk about it. And <laughs> just different uh, video, a lot of video stuff lately too. Okay. Like like cinema video stuff. Uh, uh like how to produce it or yeah. Oh, okay, the behind the scenes sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Technical stuff. Interesting. And that that really interests you. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, me not at all. I've been um somebody in chat. I'm not quite sure who it was. Uh, suggested I listen to a man. I wrote his name down because I always fuck it up. Hotep Jesus. Have you heard of this person? No. <laughs> Someone was like, "Got to check out Hotep Jesus or Jesus." I don't even know. Um, so I said, "All right, I'll check it out." And um, of course, the first thing that pops up is a bunch of Rogan mm. uh, clips because he was on Rogan a couple of years ago. Um, and I just love people who are uh, just. I mean, he's very bright. Uh, definitely says a lot of things that aren't very popular. I think he's a black guy from New York, and he claims that the African slave trade never happened. Hmm. And I went, huh, okay, proceed. You know, and it's hard to, I mean, he's black, so he, he obviously, if a white guy was saying the African slave trade never happened, then we would probably have some issues. But Rogan, you know, was able to navigate it. Like, are you sure? He was just saying that, you know, uh, essentially black people were already here. Uh, I'd never heard anybody make these claims. And then when asked to, you know, give resources, uh, a lot of what he said was, this is just common sense. Like, he was like, why would you go all the way to Africa when you got people here? And uh, as far as I understand um, American history... I think there were people here, and they didn't really react well to the white man's diseases, is what I thought. I thought that there were yeah. natives, and that I need to stop saying we when I start talking they about white the people. <laughs> that came much later, actually. Um, that was that was after the that was during Andrew Jackson's era, and the country was already established. I'm talking about like the pilgrims and shit. Mm. You know, they they tried to take over, but it's hard to to turn a group of people into slaves when they are dying from your diseases that you're infecting them with. And then that's at least, and uh, please assist me if I'm wrong, chat. I know you do. Um, I think that's when we said, I need to stop saying we, I have nothing to do with this. That's when the people, the white people here decided that, Hey, maybe we should resource people from Africa. Now this Hotep Jesus guy says that we didn't, the black people were already here. I was like, I okay, I didn't know that, and I didn't think that they were. Um, but I and he's like, why would you go to Africa, bring people over, knowing half of them were going to die? It's like, okay, fair point. But also, those black people, they bred, they they had babies, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like you were just bringing a group of people and they were going to die. You bring a bunch of people and then yeah. you force them to breed with their kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all quotes, obviously, and then you have a a, a a resurgence or not a limitless but um a replenishable source of of slaves that can work with you and they're easy to identify because yeah. they're a different color and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. so but he claims uh no and then he backtracked a little bit he's like well maybe a few people popped over but it is true and i did find this out not from him or anything but years prior that 96 percent of the people that the black people that were taken from africa on the african slave trade to the americas only four percent of them ended up in the, in north america so 96 percent of them ended up in i think mostly south america and the caribbean hmm. um so yeah i mean that's not to take away from the fact that america had a horrible history with slavery yeah. 
Um, but it, it, but just to show that it, I, I wonder what the case is like with, I don't know anything really much about, say, Brazil, right? I know that there's a lot of uh, Afro-Latinx uh, people in South America. I was talking to America. a guy from Brazil yesterday. Was he black? No. Okay. He was at Walmart. Okay. Nice. Did he know Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Uh, I would assume so. Of course. Everyone he's from does. Brazil. It's pretty much just PE over there. So um, I wonder how, how black people over there feel in terms of the history, right? Like, do they feel oppressed? Did they have... Um, Are they considered African-American? I would say probably not. <laughs> I would say probably not. I, I know that Bubba thinks every black person, even if they're from Africa and they never left, they are also African-American. Well, it's funny because, like, <laughs> that's, you know, you're, you're kind of taught here that, like, you can't you can't say anything else. They You have to say African-American. It's like, okay. But yeah. That, but that's not the case elsewhere. Right. And also, I think that there's a, a, a large group of African-Americans uh, like uh, Morgan Freeman said, who he's like, I have nothing to do with Africa. Right. He's like, I'm black. Call mm. me black. Like completely separate culture. Like if you were to go, if you were to take a black person from the Bronx and put them in in uh, uh, Zimbabwe or Zambia or Angola, and you're like, go ahead, they wouldn't just be absorbed. They'd be like, I'm fucking American. Like, this is not my culture at all, just because we share a similar skin color. If you put me back in Israel, I'm not going to know how to conduct myself. I'm not Israeli culturally at all. And maybe a few mannerisms, because my father and mother lived there a long time and passed that down to me. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I mean, I am, uh, America is all I know, despite the, the fact that what people say on this show, I'm a red blooded American. God damn it. I am. So, um, interesting stuff that this Hotep Jesus guy said. But again, I I love someone who says, "Oh, history's all fucking wrong. You don't know shit." I I want to give that person a voice. I think that person deserves a voice. I want to hear what they have to say, and I just I just love a good contrarian, you know. And that's and that's why I've been listening to a lot of the uh, the Andrew Tates, the Rolo Tomasis. I like people that like to stir shit up mm-hmm. and piss people off because it's you know they're. They're uncouth and they're brave, but also they're not brave because that's how you get attention and that's how you get people talking about you as you start you start um, irritating them. And then that brings more attention to that person and, and it kind of just grows their brand more. But anywho, that should be enough for today. We've given you a cool not hour. For today. Enough for this show, an hour and 15 minutes because we have Bubble 199 tonight. It's going to be very fun. I hope that you guys can join us. Are you going to eat here? Um, I may, I may eat here. I'm not quite sure what the plan is. I got some, uh, some things I need to take care of for tonight's festivities. So oh, that's right. yeah, so I got to kind of run home and just get this, uh, get the things underway. I don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a surprise, kind of not, but whatever, you know, maybe we have some, some, pe- some important people who had birthdays and stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they need to be celebrated because they do a lot for us. I and heard show. you're busy making a hot air balloon. I am. That's true. That's a fact. Uh, not fake news whatsoever. <laughs> um, but that's all I got for you today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Blitz, thank you for everything you. as always. And we will go, uh, catch you tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. On Twitch only. On Twitch only. Well, it'll be on BAR as well. But At Twitch. the Bubba Army. Most of you already know, and we'll see you there. But if we don't see you there, we'll see you on Monday, Monday morning. Have a great weekend. We'll see you. Goodbye.